On this week's episodes, we're talking about the XFL and NFL partnership, Kyrie and the Nets, the MLB lockout, and of course, Russia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight, season two of Points and Penalties. For all our listeners, we'd like to remind you to please subscribe or get your podcast. For our viewers on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe to our channel by clicking the PMP button in the bottom right-hand corner of this video. No matter how you check out PMP, please give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. Once again, my name is Josh. With me are my co-hosts, Kevin, Jesse, and Peter. Kev, you're always my number one go-to guy. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, well... I'm having myself a turkey shot. It is a Lake Simcoe lagered ale. Looks pretty cool. Got like, you know, a little turkey on there, some mappage. Turkey lurking. <laughs> now, it's, it's, it's not potent, but, you know, I have been doing quite some drinking the last few days. So I'm only <laughs> sitting at a 4.8. This is the weekend. Yeah. A 4.8, huh? Yeah, 4.8. Hmm. Quite, the, quite the bitch beer kev i expect yeah. more of you already yeah. i mean already you know i'm just gonna give her a little sip here is it water or is it beer <laughs> ah, it's a bit of both man <laughs> near beer yeah it's my new one that's for sure that's good liked it probably have a little bit more of them i probably could have a little bit more of them since it's only 4.8 probably Jesse, I have like five of them. Oh, maybe six. <laughs> how was how, your drink or what are you drinking here? Well, I haven't had a sip yet. Mine is from Alora Brewing Company and it's called Lady Friend. And it's got a chick punching a bear. <laughs> I thought we said no, no lady friends on this show, Jesse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> with this beer at 6%, it's... Uh, Pretty good. It's gonna be pretty uh pretty tough, so should be too bad. I'm gonna try right now. I'll get punched in the face. <laughs> Haven't had an IPA in a while. Pretty good. I've had a Laura Brewing Company a few times and, and I like I like their beers. So Peter, what are you drinking? Well, thanks, Jesse. I like my odds here today so far. After your two bitch beers. <laughs> uh, I'm having a Kitty Vitty Calm Tom's Double IPA. Oh. It's a strong beer, 7.5%. I don't know who Calm Tom is, but there he is right on the can. If my blur function will fuck off for a minute. No. Which it won't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kitty Vitty's Calm Tom, Double IPA. And uh, I didn't just crack it now. I've been drinking it for a while, waiting for you boys to catch up. But that's okay. It's pretty good so far. It's uh, obviously happy, but not bad. Josh, what are you drinking? All right, guys. I went super local this week. Block 3 Brewing out of St. Jacob's, Ontario. Not too far away from here. What, 20 minutes maybe on the highway? It's uh, called One Up. And it looks just like... <laughs> Super, um, Mario. Super Mario type <laughs> stuff. That's all it says on it. It's an extra strong beer. And Pete, yours is a bitch as well because this is an 8.7. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to try this one. Oh, I found a little spillage there. I'll try that. So. You one up to me, you son of a bitch. Sure did. 
That's pretty fucking good. Did, did you just see? You see what I did there? Yeah, I, I got you. I one, <laughs> one up, one, one up. I got it. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Oh, that's pretty tasty. It's uh, hoppy. It's IPA. It's good. I like it. I like it. All right, Pete. I know you got something to tell us on the international front. Start us up, buddy. Yeah. So uh, for those living under a rock these days, uh, Russia has launched an illegal full-scale invasion of Ukraine. What? Uh, so they are currently at war right now. Uh, Ukraine trying to defend itself against uh, the Russian advance. And that has led to uh, some significant um, pushback in terms of sporting events allowing Russian um, players to play. Uh, so starting off in the World Cup qualifying, Poland, Sweden, and the Czech Republic are all refusing to play any upcoming games against Russia in their World Cup qualifying playoff. Uh, Poland is scheduled to play against Russia in Moscow for a semifinal on the 24th of March. And the winner of that would play the winner of Sweden or the Czech Republic. They're saying, no way, we're not playing against Russia. Uh, Poland's Robert Lewandowski, FIFA's reigning world player of the year, tweeted, it is the right decision. I can't imagine playing a match with the Russian national team in a situation when armed aggression in Ukraine continues. Russian footballers and fans are not responsible for this, but we can't pretend that nothing is happening. Now, what is going to happen with those games then? I mean, obviously they're saying they're not going to play them. Are they going to, is Russia winning on a forfeit then? Well, so FIFA offered a compromise where they would play the games at a neutral site instead of in Moscow. And instead of being Russia, they would be the football union of Russia and they would not be allowed to have any flag or anthem uh, associated with Russia, um, associated with the team at all. Uh, but Poland has uh, rejected that compromise and they're still refusing to play. So then again, with the then other named Russia would get that win because they're going to forfeit because they're not playing? Well, it's still about a month before uh, the game act is actually going to be played. So they still have a bit of time, I guess, to figure out what they're going to do here. I doubt they're just going to say Poland, you forfeit and Russia wins, given the situation in the world. Um, who knows? The war might be over by then and it might not be a concern anymore. Maybe not. It's hard to speculate. But as of now, I don't think there's a solid plan on what's going to happen when that game comes up. They haven't ruled not uh, still kicking them out of the tournament. They haven't ruled that out yet. Right. Russia. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting for sure. If you don't how do you know what to do here, right? I mean, like like uh, Lewandowski says, like it's not the footballers or fans, but and do they deserve to be punished because of you know because of somebody else? It's a tough uh, it's a tough goal, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it it's all just to stop Vladimir Putin or put him on uh, out there, right? So. I also saw that Formula One canceled their Russian Grand Prix. Mm. 
So well, anything like, in Russia for sure should be canceled. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just putting people in a dangerous spot. You know, that's not a good situation. Uh, like non-Russians, I mean, in a dangerous spot. Well, the um, thing too is you might not be able to get like people just be like, no, I don't want to go there to, to either race or even play play soccer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not only that, it might be hard to get there. Like they're they're canceling yeah it might be harder to get, you know, to get in <laughs> yeah it might be your last trip so yeah i, I, I agree <laughs> there's there's no they're not going to be doing any major events in russia for the time no. being if like in, in terms of fifa here i have no problem with them playing at a neutral site if you know if it's amicable for all sides but i don't think that these games should be played in russia at all like you said there should be no major competitions for the foreseeable future anyway until all this dies down yeah for sure um so in hockey uh wayne gretzky has come out and said that i think international hockey should say we're not going to let them play in the world junior hockey tournament i think we gotta as canadians take that stance since the games are going to be played in edmonton the games are actually played in edmonton and red deer uh, he didn't mention that. It's a split tournament across two cities. Uh, but the juniors are rescheduled uh, for some time in August after being cancelled uh, mid-tournament in January due to a COVID outbreak across a couple teams. Um, so this one, I think, um, from what I'm hearing, there's a good likelihood that if if this is still the situation of the world when this tournament comes around, this will likely be the case that Russia will not be included in this tournament and others, um, other IHF tournaments. Uh, but it's not until August, so there's a long time to go until then. We'll see if uh, hopefully this is all a memory by then. I think other sports organizations are going to follow the footsteps of the first guy who's got to do it, and that's likely going to be FIFA. Right. If it's only a month away, then they got to make a decision on what they're going to do. Do they, they do they ban Russia and give those wins to those other teams, or vice versa? If if Poland and the other teams say we're not playing, well, sorry about your luck, Russia. You know they got to make a decision one way or the other, and they'll have to do it first. So I can see all the other larger leagues and federations uh, following suit, likely. Yeah, and it's I would say it's a, even a little bit harder for FIFA because it's it's like it's mid tournament for World Cup qualifying, mm-hmm. whereas something like the World Junior that is it's a it's going to be a hard restart, so it hasn't started yet, even though it did in January, um, it hasn't started, so you can just say sorry, you're not going to be a part of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Where in the World Cup qualifying, they're already like they're in a playoff against Poland already scheduled for March 24th. So it's it's a bit different. It's a bit harder for FIFA. Uh, but yeah, we'll see we'll see what, what FIFA decides to do. And I think you're right, the rest of the sporting world will uh, will definitely take note of what they do. Uh, and one more piece in hockey. Dominic Hasek, the dominator has come out and said that the NHL must immediately suspend contracts for all Russian players. Every athlete represents not only himself and his club, but also his country and its values and actions. That is a fact. If the NHL does not do so, it has indirect co-responsibility for the dead in Ukraine. 
No, that's a serious statement from Harry, the dominator. For sure. yeah. <laughs> um, but he didn't stop there. So Ovechkin was asked um, about the war on Putin. And Ovechkin said, well, he's my president, but how I said I'm not in politics, I'm an athlete. Please, no more war. Doesn't matter who's in the war, Russia, Ukraine, different countries. I think we live in a world like we have to live in peace and have a great world. And the dominator responded to that and said, what? Not only an ableist, a chicken shit, but also a liar. Every adult in Europe knows well that Putin is a mad killer and that Russia is waging an offensive war against a free country and its people. I mean, so the dominator is on fire it, here. Yeah, he's, <laughs> what he's saying is true in that sense, but like, it is there is something to say that it's he's a they're an athlete. Like they don't they don't control the politics. They can take stands for sure, but if he doesn't want to be in politics, he doesn't want to be in politics. Yeah, and and to be fair to Ovechkin here, uh, we've seen with like Panarin, who is outspoken against Putin, that that can have negative impacts on your life for sure when when you're just being outspoken against Putin, because they will uh whatever they did to panera and they accused him of assault of whatever whatever they fabricated against panera and that fucked up his life a little bit for a while like it's it there's serious implications of coming out against Putin as a russian even if you're out of the country because you usually have people in the country that they can get to. Yep. So what do you guys think of Hasek's take here, though, that the NHL should immediately suspend contracts for all Russian players? I don't agree with that. I, I, I think that, like I said, like he's an athlete. And like we used to talk about Panarin, like he spoke out and he got in a little trouble with, Putin, the Russian oligarchs, and it, it happened. Like he, he, he's just trying to stay as far away as possible out of it. And you're going to take his livelihood away because his in his country they have a guy up top that's making poor decisions. Yeah, I I agree with you. And it, it like to me this this doesn't make any sense anyway. Like the the KHL has been trying to get their top talent to stay in Russia and play in the KHL instead of going to the NHL, uh, which they have not been very successful at because the NHL is the premier uh, hockey league in this world. So that's where the premier players want to come play. Um, so I don't, I don't see how kicking the Russian players out of the NHL, which I assume a bunch of them would just go play in the KHL, would be at all helpful. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's one thing if it's a team because it's they're representing the country, and I know that you are as an individual so representing your country, but it's all, it's different. It's totally different, and it's you know this is in America too. It's not anywhere in in Europe. So there, at this point, is less uh, potential for fighting here. Like there's less potential, right? It could definitely happen. And in that case, then everything would be shut down anyway. But I just, I don't think you can 
I agree with you guys. I don't think he can, can punish the individual athletes. And I know, you know, you can say, okay, the individual athletes that are playing for their countries are getting screwed over. If FIFA or uh, world juniors type thing, say no to, to Russia. I don't know. To me, it just seems like just, just a little bit different between the individuals in a NHL type situation. No, yeah, you're right. It is for sure. Like there's a huge difference between playing for Russia or playing for the Washington Capitals as a Russian. Russian. Yeah. 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 There's a huge distinction there for sure. I don't like the athletes. I mean, there's no, I don't think they should. I mean, they're not part of it. Let them be athletes. That's what they are. Let them play. So would you, so even the international tournaments like the World Juniors, uh, FIFA, the World Cup, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, um, you would let Russia play in all those tournaments. I wouldn't. I mean, that, that's, that's up to the, I guess, other people. But for me, man, I mean, like, again, they, these guys aren't, they're not being part of the war because they're Russian. Okay. I mean, so you're, but just as an example, you're on the Canadian soccer team and you have to play Russia. Do you feel comfortable playing them even in a neutral zone, like a neutral sure. area? Why not? I mean, I mean, I can't argue with you. Like you said, they're just athletes. Not that they're just athletes, but you know what I mean? They're right. not, you know, and I mean, just because they're Russian. They're not firing the guns. They're not throwing over the missiles. I mean. Yeah. I mean, even the ones firing the guns and throwing the missiles are not the ones making the decisions to do that. Like it's at the end of the day, it really is one guy right now. Right, but he's a very powerful guy that controls yep. a huge – he's a superpower, right? So – and this puts pressure for not allowing them. It takes money out of pockets, especially in Russia, and that's what makes the world go around. So if you start canceling these games – like I don't think you should get rid of these contracts in the NHL at all. I, I think that's yeah. – silly. but I don't – I'm fine with them not allowing Russia to be in FIFA and – and the world juniors. I know, like you said, they're athletes, but like you got to put pressure on the guy that's in charge. And the way to do that is by people losing money. And I'm sure that'll happen here. Uh, if they do ban them from playing, cause all they're right now they're doing is, is taking away their, the anthem and their flag pretty much. Yeah. It's still the same guys. Yeah. Play underneath. But I mean, you're talking about, Alex Ovechkin, who is the highest, likely the highest paid Russian hockey player and probably the best of all time. So to take away his money and is I'm not feeds into that, exactly what, you know, like not what's, what's the difference money though, though. but what's the difference between the other, you're saying to take it away from the teams. So those yeah, soccer so, players are still, you know, I guess they're not making millions from their country, but. Well, that's the thing is, is their country isn't making money off this at all either. And that's what I'm, I'm saying to go after. I'm not saying about the individual person, but for the team, I know uh, that it you, is a fine line though, right? Because you're, you're saying the Russian, you're playing for a Russian team. So you can't do anything. You can't make any money or further your career because of your play. Um, but Ovechkin can, it's a, it's a very, I, I'm, you know, I'm on the same page with you. It's just a very, very fine line. I, I get what you're saying, but it, it to play underneath, a no flag or whatever it is that they're going to be having, but they're still going to be technically Russia. They're just not going to, it's not going to be on the books as that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they I, should and give like give the opponent like Poland or whatever a two nothing lead, and then if Russia comes back from that, then fine. <laughs> well, that brings up a whole different <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Wouldn't it not be like a two nothing lead? Don't they have to like to sit there and say score three goals to win if it's at a zero zero? Like they have that surrogate, whatever it's called. Aggregate. Aggregate. Thank you. <laughs> surrogate. Aggregate. Yes, surrogate. Oh, I'm pregnant. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so i think uh i think we've we've touched on that enough let's move on from uh some followed from a real war to a war of words between uh, a league and its union what's going on in the mlb lockout yeah so there's still no deal surprise surprise uh, haven't talked about this much over the last Oh, you know, however long it's been since they've been locked out, because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Um, but with uh, the deadline that the MLB gave to the PA uh, rapidly approaching, we thought it was uh, worthwhile mentioning now. So MLB and the PA have been involved in CBA talks for the seventh straight day today, which is Sunday, which is obviously good. The more they talk, the, uh, the, the quicker this thing can get resolved. The league has already canceled spring training games through March 8th. And as I mentioned, that deadline is Monday, February 28th. And so they both sides need to agree to that CBA or it will force the league to cancel regular season games, which nobody wants. Um, They're saying that they have to cancel the regular season games now, as opposed to more of the spring training, because they want the players to have a full four weeks or approximately four weeks of spring training uh, just for health issues. So there's not as many injuries and whatnot moving forward in the regular season, which makes sense. So although they have made progress, the two sides, uh, they remain far apart on some of the bigger issues, luxury tax and rates, uh, minimum salaries, and pre-arbitration bonus pools. So just quickly, uh, both sides have agreed to pre-arbitration bonus pool. Problem is, is that the union wants $115 million distributed to 150 players. And uh, the team's management want 20 million to be split between 30 players. As you can see, there's obviously a huge disparity in the number of players. And when it comes down to it, it's the same amount per player essentially. So the, the PA wants more guys to be able to get a little bit of cash, the 667000 on average type thing, um, as opposed to just 30 dudes that the, the league wants. Uh, the league had proposed uh, tweaking the minimum salary structure a bit. So they're offering $10,000 more uh, per season than in previous pro- proposals. Uh, so the union wants $775,000 as a minimum salary next season the league is offering 640,000 with 10k raises in uh, subsequent years of the deal so they're they're close there i could see this coming down to like a $700,000 thing and and uh, leaving it at that both sides could be happy there um, but at least they're they're there they're close you know <laughs> hopefully uh, the big thing is going to be the uh, tax thresholds and the luxury tax stuff. And I can go on to numbers forever and ever about this. Uh, not that I know a whole lot about it, but um, basically the league is reducing the tax uh, rate for exceeding the luxury tax, but the players want it to be, uh, to be a little less. 
uh, and then uh, penalties for for uh, exceeding the threshold in in multiple years. So there's a bunch of different things here. They're still far away from it. Uh, they have, they, like I said, they have come together on on other items that were were uh, topics of interest, and so they are making progress. But the time is money now, and we're canceling spring training games. We're about to cancel regular season games. If we start canceling regular season games, the union and the players are probably going to say no to an expanded uh, playoffs. And they obviously want to be paid for uh, these, these games that they're going to miss in the regular season, which obviously if you're, if you're an employer and your play, your, your employees aren't, aren't working, why would you want to be paying them? So it's going to definitely, there's going to be more issues there if something doesn't come up tomorrow. So, with all this separation and all this uh, talk back and forth, guys, there's been good things. There's been bad, bad things. Uh, what do you guys think uh, in regards to the start of the MLB season? Do you think it'll start on time, Mark, which is March 31st? Nope. I don't think so. <laughs> Short and sweet. Nope, that's it. Nope. I mean, they're going to want what they want. They're going to get it. And if it's, you know, holding out, they're definitely going to do so. Who's going to get what they want? Players. I doubt it. Yeah, I have my doubts, man. Um, billionaires versus millionaires, right? Yeah. Not to say it's not going to start by the 31st. Yeah. So I, I think the deadline, we're recording this on the 27th. The deadline is tomorrow right. to get a deal done so that they don't cancel regular season games. Um, so I'm, I'm hopefully optimistic that the pressure of losing games and losing the revenue that would come with losing those games will force the two sides to get a deal done. Uh, I hope it happens. I don't think it's going to. And I think, I think we're going to see a bit of a prolonged stoppage here. I think we're going to miss about a quarter of the regular season. That much, eh? that much time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm going to be – okay, go ahead. I was just going to ask, like, why why that much time? What What is so – what are they so far apart on in your mind? Well, the luxury tax. There are huge gaps in what – like, where they want to set the luxury tax at. They're like $30 million apart right now. Yeah. Um, and, again, I'm I'm hopefully optimistic that they get the deal done tomorrow. Uh, but I think if they don't – the the immediacy the urgency of getting a deal done will all of a sudden become less when you've already started to miss games um and i think it'll linger as they're 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 far apart still i think so hopefully they can get it done tomorrow if not i think it's going to linger on for a while like june a while or like only a month or how what do you what's your give me a date <laughs> quarter of the season i think they're gonna miss like uh what's that 40 games something like that i don't know when that actually means a deal gets done but i, I assume they don't get a deal done and start playing baseball the next day they gotta yeah they need that four weeks to get everyone healthy and everything like that they're up to game speed too right yeah. uh i'm with you i'm gonna be optimistic here um together they get this done I do think if they start canceling games, it's going to be tougher for the deal to get done. 
and you could end up missing more. But I think they'll get it done tomorrow. And we won't miss any. It. Uh, I like the expanded playoffs, but I get it. That costs money, but I think that's pretty fun. And I also think that uh, at, we talked about it before, I think the season's a little long. But once you start canceling games, it's tougher to get the deal done because of the revenue that you're losing, like you said, Pete. Um, well, yeah, and sorry to interrupt, but then back to Josh's point, like the salary that their players are losing for those games, it becomes another contentious issue. Exactly. Just to add to the list. Yeah, for sure. Because that they're not going to get paid for those games, and that's just adds to the complications. I know, and just just think about it, like how long it took to get the baseball season up and running when COVID first started. Like I know a lot has to do with the pandemic at the time, but it took them a long time, more than half the season, to to get going again. And they had to come to new deals and stuff like that. But they they got them done in time to for us to have a season. It wasn't long, but it it still took a long time because they were still trying to figure out all the, with the, because they had a lot of sales from people being at the stadium. Whereas now the rest of the clubs were doing where we're going to go with no, no fans at all. Other sports. So it'll be interesting to see if they can get this done, but I think they can. I think no one wants to lose out on this money and MLB PA has a pretty good, is pretty good. So I think they'll get it done. Now, if I have to give like a amount of games, I'm going to say 13. 13. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kev, you and I are more on the same page. I, I think, I don't think they have a chance to get it done tomorrow, uh, but I do think that they will in the next uh, two weeks or so, um, which I would think that probably cuts out about 10 games or so. Uh, that's kind of my thought that's I you know I'm hopeful I'm hopeful but Pete your your 30 million dollar point there on uh, the luxury tax that's huge that's absolutely huge and uh, you know the other stuff you know just these these two talk about these three issues are they're they're kind of close you know like the 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 pre-arbitration it's at least still the same amount of money per player essentially like obviously more a guy could get more money than another guy but you know, when you break it down on average, it's still about $667,000. And then the the minimum, minimum wage, you know, they're within striking distance there. So, but uh, this luxury tax is going to be tough. Yeah. But you never know when there's a deadline looming, miracles can sometimes happen. So Mm -hmm. let's hope for the best. By the time this podcast is released, hopefully you can say we're all idiots and we're full steam ahead. I mean, they're going to say we're all idiots no matter what, but (laughs) (laughs) we don't need the, uh, we don't need the MLB lockout to end for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to do it for the MLB. Let's take a real short break and come back with our MVP. So our MVP this week is Christian Erickson. After 259 days, he makes an emotional return 
to the pitch with Brentford after he quote unquote died for five minutes uh, in the 2020 Euro. Uh, so the 30 year old um, had a cardiac arrest on the football pitch while playing for Denmark in a Euro 2020 game against Finland and Copenhagen. In his return to the pitch, he played 38 minutes uh, in Brentford's 2-0 defeat against Newcastle. He was quoted after the game saying, if you take away the results, I am one happy man. To go through what I've been through, being back is a wonderful feeling. Uh, so Ericsson was released by his previous club, Inter Milan, after being fitted with an implantable cardioverter defibrillator. ICD device, which is not permitted among professional athletes in Italy. Not entirely sure why that's not allowed, but apparently not. So you had to leave. That's performance enhancing. You're on the ground. (laughs) Oh, you're up. (laughs) Right. Uh, So Erickson was quoted as saying, my ICD is here for protection. It is in because if anything would happen to me, there is no need for a defibrillator because I have my own. It is really just extra security. I am more protected here than you guys. So after his horrendous collapse, which I think we all watched because uh, it was Man. live during the Euro, uh, which was just crazy for him to scary. for him to be able to come back and not even a full calendar year and get back on the pitch again, uh, healthy and contributing. Our MVP for this week, Christian Erickson. Welcome back to the game. Just give him like applause like everyone else did when he got on that fucking field. Here's you, bro. Fuck, more spillage. All right, just so you guys know, it's blocked through brewing cans. Are really full, so they spill every time you fucking like, every time. I mean, I think probably it's, it's probably operator error. Yeah. Can be user error for sure <laughs> because they're one up. <laughs> That's right, Kevin. That's right. Yeah. So after this game, uh, when the whistle blew, he was fucking yelling at the ref too. Just give it or get back Atta to his old boys. Still fucking excited. <laughs> And the yeah. probably felt guilty for yelling back at him. You know, oh my god, I don't want to freak you out. Yeah, but it's it's awesome. It's awesome to see that he's back on the pitch. Great for Denver, uh, Denmark. He's a superstar and good for Bedford for getting him. Yep, and giving him a chance. And hopefully, he can continue to play at a, a high level. Looks like he he's already in the ref's ref's face for that. So I don't see that not slowing him down. Yep. And kudos to the medical staff that For kept sure. him on this world. For sure. It's kind of crazy. Uh, it wasn't the medical the staff. I challenged. It was the actual um, player that actually revived him. No oh, way. Medical shit. staff. No, sir. It was one. It was his player on the field who started the, the repertory start, systems yeah, before anybody else got on there. Yeah, he did CPR on him, but I don't know if he brought him back. Hmm. <laughs> I said he saved his life. So just doing CPR is not successful. Didn't do shit. It's going to be a tough one to find out, boys. I'll tell you that much. Welcome. Well, we take a look on that. Why don't you uh, move us through your XFL? 
Yeah. So the XFL has basically stopped their talks with the CFL, the crappy football league. Um, but many of the XFL selected in the draft went on to play in the NFL. Um, we'll go through some X, uh, XFL players. Um, we have uh, Kevin Casaveram. We have uh, Jose Cortez, Corey Ivory, Mike Fury. And as we all know that I remember, as he hate me, Rod Smart. Um, I have no idea who that is, Kev. You don't know that he hate me? That's how they all got there. They all had nicknames when the XFL first came out. And I remember when uh, he hate me also when I think he played for the Panthers. That's how I found out his last name was Smart. He didn't actually go by he hate me. Uh, others went on to play with the CFL, the crappy football league, as I mentioned. Just going to go through a little of them. Kelvin Anderson, Dewan Butler, Marcus Crandall, um, now, P.J. Walker was the first to sign a two-way contract with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, four others also did so, um, not with the Panthers, but have also signed with NFL teams ahead of the 2020 season. Jordan Tam, Dietrich Nichols, and Darvin Askew Henry. Now, Dwayne Johnson and uh, Partners, uh, would go with the NFL, which in my mind is a better fit to play with the uh, NFL. Um, with this merge, uh, we can see if it fixes the NFL league to make it better because they're trying to talk about um, playing on different surfaces of fields, um, equipment, so on and so forth to see if it's going to better the NFL. Now, with this other US uh, FL league to begin in April, do you guys think the Do you guys think the XFL will fold for a fourth time, or do you guys think that this is going to be a successful bond with the NFL? I am nearly a hundred percent convinced that the XFL is going to fold again for the fourth time. It just does not work. That's my thoughts. I, well, like they're trying to collaborate with the NFL, which is what they need to do because they're they're not fighting the NFL and NFL, if NFL promotes it, that goes a long way as well. Well, I think the NFL is on board because I think they already have some yeah. sponsorship for televisation. Right. So I guess I'm saying it might survive, but you still got to put a product on the field that people can watch. Now they're doing a couple neat things like they're reviewing tape instant replay is all done by one guy with like an xbox controller almost and it looks like it, it's pretty neat and he can just rewind real quick and show the exact angle that you need is he is he in his mom is he in his mom's face <laughs> i mean no but he's up in the booth but it is pretty neat to watch it it and uh, a lot of people seem to be for it for allowing this because they can just go back and forth compared to having a guy in, in the studio the way that they have it and it's just it's supposed to be quicker. I didn't watch any XFL games, but that's what I've heard. So I think that's the exact problem, though. Like, are you are you going to watch any XFL games? I don't no, know. Like, let's I, just, let's just I, say I guess, though, if you are going to watch these, um, you watch a lot of college football. Now I'm assuming that there's going to be a lot of these college students or university students that are going to be involved with this XFL game if they're not making it or drafted into the NFL. They're not college students at that point, but yeah, you're right. Sure. <laughs> college graduate. 
or draft picks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like right now, not so much. I'm more worried about the NFL because the big ring that uh, has come in the Rams' way. So I'm more or less worried about that right now. Actually, shocked you don't have your fucking jersey on. Yeah. That's it's in the wash. No, it's out. It's clean. It's just I. Jesse had to show us that he actually has other clothes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like I I can continue throwing your face. I don't mind. I, I have no problem doing that. But like the XFL is supposed to be a spring league, right? So it'd be it'd be on like right now. Like I don't know. Is it is it something you're gonna it's have supposed... on your schedule to make sure you watch that week? It depends on how how uh, they wanna like provide it because like, like i stream right i have a streaming service for the nfl right so i'm i don't have cable okay but let's it assume depends on what broadcasting network they'll be on right yeah let's assume you can watch it I might there's, put a, it on there's also there. there's also a raptors game on oh i'll probably watch the raptors game yeah right. that's the big thing is what else is <laughs> on? what would you say the raptors you could have said any other sport there pedro because that's what's I mean, relevant right well, now okay yeah yeah, and it's also... Would you watch spring training game over an XFL game? I'd watch yeah. XFL yeah. over spring training. I think I'd do spring training. It depends spring who's training. playing. Let... You want to see Vladdy fucking crush some dingers? If he's playing. If he's playing, yeah. Yeah, it also... That's also partially because it's a homer team, right? We wouldn't have a homer team in the XFL, so... You know, you'll watch you'll watch meaningless games for a homer team, right? Where you might not for for something else. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I don't think that they will fold, Pete, uh, or at least not in the near two years. I'll say, um, you know, although this isn't a huge partnership with the NFL, and the NFL is basically using the XFL. My understanding, anyway, is to to try out new rules or tweaks to rules and whatnot. Uh, it's not like it's going to be a farm system where, you know, this team, this team, and this team in the NFL can pull guys from that team in the XFL. There, I don't, there's nothing going to be like that. Um, you know, their football's huge in the U.S. And if they can get more leagues that can, you know, help some of these – not necessarily lower end guys, but like you said, Kev guys that didn't get drafted um, and make can maybe showcase their skills a little bit more. And maybe we can find some, you know, you find that diamond in the rough type thing and you bring them into your NFL team. Um, you know, Kev, you had mentioned about the four XFL players that were assigned to the NFL. None of them are except for PJ Walker is in the NFL right now. And PJ Walker is, is he the starter there? Probably not. He started, I think, one game this year. Yeah, but this coming season likely will be somebody else for Carolina. Yeah. That, I mean, it is what it is. You know, that doesn't, isn't necessarily a knock on the XFL, but each guy, there's two guys in the USFL here and one that went to the CFL. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think Dwayne, uh, the Rock Johnson is going to help this move along. Is just his stardom, it's himself, is, is I think, going to push it and push it. He obviously had a pretty uh, inspiring uh, opening Super Bowl montage, I guess, if you will. Um, it was pretty cool, and I think a lot of people like that. And because he has a background in football as opposed to uh, a wrestle, well, I mean, he has a wrestling background too, but it's not <laughs> just wrestling like uh, like the original founder, uh, McMahon. So 
don't know. I, I think it will go. It's not going to be crazy. It's not. It's definitely not going to rival. There's no fucking question about that. No, um, but that's the whole. I think point. the only rival you're going to have with it would be the U, uh, USFL. That's the only you know headbang that you're going to have with the XFL. Is that and there's a new. There's another new one that's uh, supposed to be starting up in 2023, which is Major League Football. So um, there's going to be three, four if you include CFL. You know, tier. I'm going to say tier three because tier two for me is college. So it'd be two, two tier three, or sorry, there'd be three tier three leagues. Um, You're saying four, 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 if you include the CFL as well. Right. So, yeah. So there's a, there's a major league football, which is soon you have the USFL, the XFL, and then the CFL as tier three for me. That's too much. You're not going to have enough. That's too much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And all the talent likely go from a CFL standpoint, likely goes south of the border based on dollars and based on uh, recognition. And that you know, you'd think that the TV uh, spots would be better and they'd get more exposure in the American markets. So if you're a player that way, you probably end up screwing over the CFL a little bit more. Just my take. Well, thanks for your thought there, guys, with this. Uh... XFL. Jesse, what's going on in your world? Before we get into basketball, we're going to talk about this challenge. We have looked at a couple videos, looked at a couple articles, and see, uh, the player, Simon Craig, never actually gave compressions nor uh, breathed into his mouth. I have read elsewhere that he stuck his fingers in his mouth to make sure he didn't choke on the tongue. And for that, Peter gets awarded. Yeah. Because it was a defilator that uh, resurrected it or resuscitated him. And that kind of more or less saved his life. (laughs) Not more or less. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, good job, Peter. Sorry about your luck there, Kev. Nah. We needed a challenge, did we not? And there was, you know, a tough I mean, one to do. That's a, that was a tough was one, a, for sure. It was a thinker. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had to take a few minutes away, finish half a beer, and figure this out. <laughs> we think we got the right, uh, the right victor. All right. So there are some restrictions that might be be leaving New York as Kyrie Kyrie Irving might be able to play in Brooklyn again. So New York City Mayor Eric Adams expressed optimism Wednesday about an eventual lifting of uh, city's COVID-19 vaccination mandate. So Kyrie could potentially play home games with the Nets, which the Nets have been free-falling with Durant out, and he's on his way back as well soon in the near future. Plus they got Ben Simmons, Drummond, they, they got, and Seth Curry, they got, they got some, a, a team that might be able to make a, a decent run for the rest of the regular season into the playoffs as they're just sitting in eighth place right now. So there's a couple of things here, like Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA thinks it's kind of silly that he can't play as well because unvaccinated players from outside of New York uh, for the team can play at Barclays Center. 
Yeah, that was always goofy. Yeah, yeah, that's the commissioner saying that, but he does. It's out of his hands at that point. It's up to the city, right? And Irving's only played in 15 games of the 61 games this season. He's averaging 25.1 points, 4.8 rebounds, and 5.3 assists. So he's been pretty good for the most part. And then he had a huge game last night against the defending champs. Milwaukee Bucks by scoring a season high 38 points. So with 21 games left, he, they are th- thinking that with getting Durant back, Ben Simmons and everyone, they might be able to make a decent run near the end. And I'm curious to you guys if Irving can play for Barclays at the Barclays Center, that they will be able to be a dangerous team and win down the stretch. I think so. That guy's on fire when he's, you know, when he's playing. The guy's unreal. I mean, I'm just shocked that he hasn't got his needles so he can actually play. But if they're going to stop and lift it anyways, and he's able to play, watch out. These guys are dangerous. Are they more dangerous now than what they were with Harden? Yes, I would say pretty close. I mean, I I give them a shot. I mean, I I don't think they're going to be currently in eighth place. Once they, once it's all said and done, I'd probably put them in like maybe fifth. No fucking way. Yeah, so I, I think I think they're like they never managed to fully put it together with Harden and Irving and Durant. And they, I think we talked about it last uh, last episode, but they only played like I think twelve games together or something like that. Something like that. Yep. So no, they're not. It would be better if they had Harden and Durant and Irving all on the court at the same time, I think. But they don't because they made the trade for Simmons. But if they can actually get Simmons and Durant and Irving on the court at the same time in the stretch here, I think they can be a decent team. So what I was reading was that the Nets were playing with a different offense whenever Harden was on the court. They changed their entire offense because he likes having the ball. So, and then when he wasn't off the court, they'd go back to the regular offense. So we, I, we really haven't seen the Nets offense for an entire game until recently, more or less, but it's still, you still got to get your star players back in Durant. And when Ben Simmons ramps up his uh, conditioning uh, so he can play in more minutes or just playing a game, I guess, uh, It'll be interesting to see if this offense that Nash is running out there makes that big of a leap without Harden. Yeah. Like, I think they may be a better mix now. Like, Irving can handle the ball. Durant's an absolute weapon. And uh, Simmons can be the third guy, which he's never had the chance to be the third guy before. So it, it might it might work for them. It might work really well. See, I don't it, think it might not. As good. I think they would have been better with Harden. And if just what you're saying is true about playing two different styles, that's horseshit. And that's on Steve Nash for being a pussy. You just tell <laughs> fucking, you got to tell Harden, sorry, bud, this is my offense that we're running. We're running it this way. And if you don't like it, too fucking bad. We're paying you to play. So get out there and fucking play. Um, I understand. <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but maybe he did. 
and that's why I heard. <laughs> well, and that's fair, but at least that's what you got to do, right? So, I mean, if they're going to play now one offensive system, no matter who's on the court, that's obviously going to be way better. It's a whole lot easier to, uh, you know, everybody still has the same job, and there's only one guy that comes off the bench to replace that that Harden or whatever that guy, uh, and and everything still stays the same. So, um, I. I think they're going to finish in eighth. So I, I went through some stuff here. Uh, the rest of the schedules for five teams at the bottom. And from what I figure, I think the Nets are going to win 10 games from here on out. One of which will be against the Raptors. I don't like to say that, but it's going to happen. They play them back to back today and tomorrow, or maybe not tomorrow, but today and their next game. Uh, so I think they'll go one and one there. Anyway, uh, I think the Nets win 10, the Raps win 12, the Hornets are only going to win 9, the Hawks are winning 12, and the you Celtics mean, are only going to win 8. I thought you mentioned the Bobcats there. Didn't you mean the Bobcats, not the Hornets? <laughs> no, I, I mean I, the Hornets. I, I'm just kidding, Gary. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so with, with those wins and then the sub- subsequent losses, it, uh, it ties the Celtics and the Raptors for 6. But I think that the Celtics are going to win the game against the Raptors, which means that they'll have a 3-1 uh, record against them this year, which I believe is the will be the tiebreaker. So I think the Boston will still finish six. The Raps will finish seven, as I had said in a, a few weeks ago. Uh, the Nets will stay eight. The Hawks will leapfrog the Hornets to, to finish nine, and then the Hornets at ten. And then obviously you have the play-in. Um, of course, they are going to be or can be a dangerous team, but you have Kyrie who hasn't played a whole lot, and he's still got to learn how to gel with these new players that they have. Curry uh or um sorry simmons uh he hasn't played a whole lot with kd as we know because kd is always fucking hurt so kd still has to come back and get back into his groove ben simmons got to get into his groove he hasn't played in a very long time i think all this culminates with only 21 games left for the nets it doesn't change their their uh finishing spot although they will make the playoffs in my opinion and then, then all bets are off. I don't necessarily think they're, they're going to be, be beat in the uh, play-in because it is the Brooklyn Nets and it's KD. And if he can play, it's KD. And he can win the game by himself as long as he doesn't step on the three-point line in the last shot of the game. Uh, <laughs> so that, that's my, my take. So you think they're only going to win 10 games? They're going to go less than uh, 500%. Is that my understanding? In That's correct. Yep. 10 and, 10 and 11. Yep. I mean, like. They play a lot of tough teams. Yeah. And Boston's rising up real fast. I'm shocked you said they're only going to get eight games. I think I think they might get Boston. I mean, I, I decided I, I had to go one one higher. Like, there's four teams that have 36 wins right now. That's prior to Sunday's games. Yeah. Uh, so, but because they were uh, statistically lower, that's why I only chose them. I didn't also want to go through three more schedules <laughs> to lay out the entire fucking Eastern uh, playoff where I figured it'll finish. But um, yeah, I just uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm biased because I don't like the Celtics, and maybe that's why. <laughs> I like give them eight wins. Well, no one, no one likes Boston. <laughs> but Unless I, you're in Boston. Boston. I, I think they're going to do better, but like getting, gelling, and making sure Durant can stay on the court is the big thing. 100%. And I, you also have to think about it, uh, 
Kyrie and, and Ben Simmons haven't played much. Well, Ben Simmons hasn't played at all. And yeah. he might be like ready to go right then and there, right? He, not, not a lot has been on his body, right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of uh, wear and tear. Wear and tear. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. But, and that'll, that should help Irving and, and Simmons out a bunch, I would think. But again, we have to gel. And I think running that, that, well, that article that I read, running that, well, one offense with the and switching out guys is going to be a lot better. Well, and I course. think they will do better. I don't think they're going to finish in fifth. I think they're too far behind, and you still got to respect the teams at the top. They might, they, they'll probably pass the Raptors, sadly. And who knows if they, if they get to sixth place or not. That, but because all these teams are pretty good right now, except for the Raptors, they've been kind of shit in the bed after the All Star break. But it's only two games. So we'll see. Hopefully they can rebound and beat them. And I mean, the Raps also have two games in hand on, on the Nets, right? So, right. Yeah. They yeah. So that's the that's the good thing. Yeah. Because there's all this COVID stuff that happened. So yeah. I, I that's that's my opinion though, is that they they finish between the seventh and sixth place. So I I think I'm kind of with both you guys. I think they finish somewhere six to eight. I really hope it's seven, and I really hope that Philly finishes in second. <laughs> That'd be amazing. As I would just love to see a Philly Brooklyn round one playoff series, and I hope Philly stomps them. Well, if they he, they would still have to win a game though, right? Yeah, they have to win the they play. finish seven. Yeah, they gotta or whatever. They still have to beat somebody, but they it is the playoffs. Play so I understand. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. That would be awesome if if that was a fucking seven game series between those two teams. That's what I just hope for all the just for all the extracurriculars. Like, yeah. like set aside the game and the talent that's in that game, but just the extracurriculars should be interesting. Yeah, just for the storylines. I just want to see it happen. Hopefully, it does. So I'm going to say seven. All righty, Yoshi, you want to take us into our penalty box? Yeah, talking about extracurriculars. Uh, so <laughs> Michigan men's basketball coach, Juwan Howard, you all may know him from back in the day from the uh, one of the best Michigan basketball teams of all time. Nope. Uh, he was a part of that. Well, boo. you wouldn't know because you're a fucking Boo, Michigan, boo. Uh, boo, boo, Michigan, like boo. Ohio State, come on, man. Ohio State. It's called Ohio right. shit, bud. It's Ohio not. shit. It's really not, though. It's really not. I mean... Their football team got owned this year by them. Yeah, these things happen. It's an off year. It's an off year. It happens. All right. So, Jawan Howard ended up hitting Wisconsin assistant coach uh, Joel Krabenhoft in the face in a post-game handshake kerfuffle uh, between the two teams. (laughs) So, uh, Wisconsin coach Greg Gard stopped Howard in the handshake line. There was obviously uh, some conversations and uh, that wasn't uh, received well by Howard. Howard put his finger in guard's face, grabbed guard's sweater, and Krabenhoff uh, came in to the middle of the scrum. Howard reached over the top and slapped him. Like, it wasn't a punch. It was a slap. Like, it was a good, <laughs> hard, you know, it was a hard slap, you know. Uh, wrist didn't break, you know. It was a good, hard, hard slap. Uh, but he struck him in the face. Both teams, of course, then began pushing and shoving. Uh, including some of the players, uh, forwards Musa Diabete and Terrence Williams, or pairing, uh, appeared to throw some punches. 
uh, and Wisconsin guard Jacoby Neath also appeared to throw punch. So obviously there's going to be some, uh, some shit going on down here with the suspensions and whatnot. Uh, so this all kind of culminated uh, because Juwan Howard didn't like a timeout that Wisconsin called. Wisconsin was up 15 points and uh, thought that the timeout was not necessary at that time. And he thought, you know, said it wasn't fair to his guys. Uh, and so that's what happened. He got pissy. And, you know, the smack was the culmination of that. Uh, so Jawan ended up being suspended and fined for throwing the punch. And he is suspended for five games, which is the rest of the regular season. The three players I had mentioned previously were all suspended one game for their uh, involvement in this altercation. And because now that the, the Wolverines are without Howard, I know this happened last Monday, so there's going to be at least one game that's already passed, probably two games. Um, but they will be without Howard for those five games as they try to make a push for the postseason. Uh, they are 14 and 17, or sorry, 14 and 11, the Wolverines are. And they've got uh, they got some work to do to make the, the NCAA March Madness tournament, which, spoiler alert, will definitely have our picks, even though... Well, I've actually been watching quite quite a bit of uh, NCAA recently because the raps were off for so fucking long between the All-Star break. There was nothing else to watch. I don't watch hockey, so I was watching NCAA. Well, why the <laughs> fuck not? I mean, last night's game would have been fun to watch. Not no, really, though, man. No, like, man. It's a 10, bunch 7? of goals, but the goalies fucking suck. Like, That's like, why it's funny. Like, come on. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Juwan Howard is, for me, he's in the box this week because – He's a leader. Uh, he is the team. He's the face of the team when it comes to the, you know, the coaching staff and whatnot. And he's been a, a face of Michigan basketball for a long time. And you can't, you can't get excited like that. You can't go around smacking dudes and get all pissy because he called a timeout that he was entitled to call. I understand you might not like it and it might not be, uh, you know, in, in uh, good Faith, I guess, yeah, good sportsmanship. Sword loser for sure. Right. So you know, and of course, his leadership allowed his players to do the same thing, and that hurt the team for the next game. Now, I don't know if they lost that game, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. If you lose two guys plus your coach, it's a tough go. So for me, that's why he's in the box. I don't know about you guys, uh, Kev. You might you might have the other coach in the box. Oh, buddy, I do. So I mean, they, granted, you got a finger in your face. Don't fucking touch me. Don't put your hands on me. Because once you put your hands on me, it's a different it's a different scenario. Night, night. And yeah, man, night, night. Because that's, that's exactly what happened. I mean, Buddy touched him to try to give him the reasoning why he called the timeout. Mm-hmm. And then the, the assistant coach came in and must have said something. And Howard's, you know, again, yeah, fuck you guys. Don't touch me. You put you physically put your hand on me first. I have all rights to smack you around, which you did. You, you, you do not. You do not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same street fighting, boys. You put <laughs> your you're, hand you're a on me. You can't be doing you that. Put in, don't put your hands on me. Well, then I mean, you're you, going to get you suspended and look like a clown. No. Yeah. I'd rather do yeah, Whatever. That's just me, guys. I mean, I, what I saw, he had, he had every right to, to do what he did. No, well, well, they, they put they, his hand on him. They Buddy freaked out. They freaked out, and then they went off. And then Howard comes in and physically abuses him, not <laughs> waving a finger in front of him. Like, like 
even if that scrum happened or it did happen, which is fine, I get it. You don't want someone waving a finger in front of you. But you also know, no, he got, you mean, a finger in front is no big deal. I can sit there and stand a finger being foot put in front of me as long as you don't touch me. Okay, and but my point, point is, my point is, touched. there was a huge scrum and then they all went back and then the other, uh, Joe, I'm, I'm not going to try and pronounce that guy's last name. <laughs> uh, went back into the scrum and was, and then Juwan jumped in there just to slap him. That's ridiculous. And I, I agree with Yosha on this 100%. Like, this guy should be in the box for sure. Not, no, I'm fine with him being in the box, but I mean, just as bad as the other head coach. It's not just as no, bad. it's not at all. To me, it's not. Right, boys. I guess I'm just that that much of an old school dude. Yeah, and it's it's not even so much what he did. It's it's the reaction that his players will have to what he does. Like, yeah, it's, yeah get that. I you're mean, you're the fucking boss out there. You're the leader. You can't go smacking other teams' coaches. Because it's going to cause a fucking melee like it did. Can't be at that. 100%, those guys don't swing at those other players. Like the players don't swing at the players or at anybody if the coach doesn't do it. Right. Right. And what like happens in, in a scrum oh. like that, in a scrum like that, like it's different if it's something on the court and buddy fucking elbows you in the face or whatever. You're like, fuck you, buddy, and fall <laughs> off and hit him. But that's well, that's you know. the thing, too. If that does happen, he, the coach now cannot say, Right, you gotta, you gotta, you can't let your emotions overrule you in that situation. Exactly. He's like, "Fuck yeah. off, coach." You yeah, exactly. What the fuck exactly. you're talking about, yeah. coach? Remember <laughs> those five games that you weren't around for at the end of the year? Yeah. We, by the way, we made the playoffs for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so like, you probably right. You know, like he's a leader, and he's lost a little bit of respect here from some of the players, or they're just gonna be wild as he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was a player and I was on, I saw that. I mean, I'd be game on. I'd be like, I'd be loving it. <laughs> but I mean, I I don't think yeah. that uh, both both were actually wrong. But I just don't I don't disagree for what happened. I don't. I mean, I feel like the I feel like the Wisconsin coach wasn't trying to get up in his grill. I think he was legitimately trying to say, "Hey, man, like yeah. this is why I called the timeout." No, exactly. But don't right. Touch me so when he you're was. I know, but. It's not like he fucking hauled off and hit him and said, "This is why I'm fucking." You know, like <laughs> he's like, no. he's like, dude, like try to just chill him out. Like, hey, listen, man, I called a timeout because blah blah blah. You know, right. and, and Jawan wanted none of it. And, yeah, like I said, he was like a sore loser. What the fuck are you calling a timeout? Okay, well, let like, me try and explain something to you with the way that the scene works for press? the seat. What? Because they were playing a full court press is why he called the timeout. Maybe it could it could have been like he didn't like the play. It could have it also been that I mean it the advances seating, the ball too, right? Yeah, the seeding happens when I don't know if this is actually true in uh, NCAA basketball, but in NCAA football, you want to have a large uh, margin of victory to get your seeding up further. Mm. So I don't know if it's the exact same thing because they obviously play a lot more games in basketball. So, but if he's trying to limit them from scoring by calling a timeout with a 15 point lead that's also time for you to get your shit together and fucking start coming back in this game too we're trying to well i mean the game was over it was but like 100 percent, it was over there's like four seconds left and that's why the whole thing is why why you're calling a fucking timeout yeah but uh, you still can't you can't cock back and swing at a guy you can't 
I mean, like that coach is just as old school as I am then. And that's why he's not coaching right now. That's probably why I wouldn't <laughs> be coaching either. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. We uh, we weren't super fast, but it was a hell of a lot quicker than last week. So I know we got a little bit still to go here. So, Pete, why don't you uh, give us our scores for the week? Well, it was just the one uh, the one complicated challenge, but uh, Peter ended up on top with the victory. Sorry, Kev. It was don't close. Be. It was a tough one. Tough one. It was a tough one. If we awarded half points, you guys would have got half each. Yeah. Or, yeah, or zero, whatever. <laughs> but we don't. We could have just had a. But push. we yeah. don't. <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> Win or lose. Well, Second place, the that, first loser, boys. It's a good yeah. thing the beers aren't involved in this, then. Yeah, because you guys would all be bitches. <laughs> no, I think it would be me with the lowest. See, you could do it the other way around. You could do the highest, just gets a plus one. And that's better than anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yes, the one challenge today brings our season totals. Uh, Jesse is deleting the pack at plus five, the fucker. Peter, Peter is uh, taking the silver medal here, which means nothing. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> at plus three, uh, Josh is minus two, and Kev drops down to minus seven on the season. You. Yeah. I mean, it's a start. I'm start. glad I haven't dropped from minus two in two weeks. So I'm... we are <laughs> plus six. one, minus one last week for me. Nothing this week. That's that's all right. You know, Josh if, is really if... flirting with that, uh, getting out of the negative. Yeah, man. Yeah. I would like to finish this year in the positive. It's Even not going to happen. Plus one. It's not going to happen. You're going to end Fuck up at you, minus... Pete. It's gonna you're going gonna... to end up at minus three after a I'm bunch of wins for golf and losses. Season. I got it's, you guys uh... in golf this year. If anything, we're predictable. We're falling exactly into the same order we were last year. Hey, you never know what we might come up with—a washer toss or maybe horseshoes. Who knows? We're at twenty-five points. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what are you really bad at? <laughs> oh. It go was gold. Go. <laughs> I got the win last year at the end. I'm still reigning champ for for golf champion, but what really? Yeah, that's that was that, that was uh, that's embarrassing. Was the last, was the last one of the year? Um, Pete's you, baby yeah, shower thing. Yeah, yeah, it was Pete's baby shower. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I knew it was something for Pete. Yeah. I just couldn't remember. I wasn't at well, that one. I mean, you only won because I wasn't there. So, <laughs> still reigning champ. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, guys, we got one more thing before we fuck off today. I want to know how your drinks were. Kev, start us up. Oh, the turkey shot. Lake Simcoe. Lagerdale at a 4.8%. I like it, man. I mean, it was tasty. I'll do this this one again. Yeah. I think it's a turkey shoot, Kev. A turkey shoot. Yeah, turkey shoot. I just like the can, man. It's pretty decent. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, exactly. Gobble, 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 gobble. And it was like, again, 4.8. Doable, drinkable. Bitch. You can go through about like eight of these, no problem. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. you even get drunk off eight of those? Eh, maybe not. I mean, I mean like a little buzz. Kevin would because he used to clear 2.0, but, you know. Oh, well, no, that was 27, <laughs> though. That was 27 of those. Oh, 
So super hydrated. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> yeah. like a racehorse the whole fucking night. You gotta rehydrate while you dehydrate, boys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro, how was yours? Thanks, Kev. My uh, Kitty Bitty Brewing Com Tom's Double IPA, which I was hopeful given your big bitch beer. Hold it right. still. Hold no, it no, still. still. Put it. Put it by your white shirt, and it will come in focus. I guarantee you. Put it on your face. There oh, it is. Oh shit! There it goes. There, there, it, there, is. It, is. there it is. You want uh, him to replace his face <laughs> with a can? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a face on the can, so it's not unreasonable. No, co- co- no, put it no, down. No. Yeah. You got to put it on you. Come yeah, on. Yeah, did you yeah, not yeah, learn yeah, anything? Yeah, 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 <laughs> there yeah. it is. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. I was hopeful it would be the winner, but it was not because Josh is a cunt. Uh, <laughs> but it was good. Good double IPA, 7.5%. Good beer. Jesse, how was your uh, big bitch beer? Well, it wasn't big bitch. It was just second. <laughs> uh, Laura Brewing Company, Lady Friend, IPA. Obviously, it wasn't as strong as yours. 6%. <coughs> or mine. Bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Bottom half. Below average. <laughs> Let's just put that can back up in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I like it. It's a good IPA. Uh, I'm definitely gonna get it again. It's part of the Laura Brewing, and I like those beers a lot. Yoch, why don't you tell us your big baller beer? Winner, winner, chicken dinner, boys. Uh, not a turkey dinner, chicken dinner. We got a one up from Block Three oh Brewing. Go. Uh, looks like a Mario can. Like I said, Block Three out of St. Jacobs, just not too far away from Kitchener, just down the highway. It was a very tasty, extra strong, 8.7 championship percentage beer. Excellent and, uh, farmer's market there, by the way. Excellent. Yeah. Visit. It is. Visit for sure. And uh, yeah, I liked it. I got to get it again because it's good. I mean, I, I said I like it, but isn't that enough? You guys don't need any more than that, do you? No. No, I didn't think so. I All do. Right. Well, I, I do. Yeah, well, too bad. That's all you get. One up, block three, championship beer this week. Woo! Poker. All right. So, for everyone here at Points Panelists, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Please subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. YouTube's right here, bottom right corner. You can do it. I know you can. Please give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. And until next week, stay, stay out, out of the, the penalty, penalty box. box.